Good morning to you, Oren O'Reilly. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, brilliant. We should have a warning then that our segment uh, contains strong youth energy. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> We're obviously all ancient, but you're tw- are you 20? 20, 21. You're 21. Yes. You're older than Connor Bradley. Yes, exactly. But you're doing amazing things as a fashionista. You can use that term, can't you? As a fashionista yeah, for the girls. Yeah. Fashionista for you. Uh, doing fab things with woolly dresses yes, and corsets. Yeah. Is that the case? Yeah, so... Um, yeah, a lot of the work I do is a lot of corsetry, a lot of hand knit, using some Irish techniques, mm-hmm. kind of trying to bring that back. Oh, really? Yes. What? Where have you learned these? Are these... My mom. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, so um, taught to knit by my mom, which, you know, not the most, not the coolest thing to admit on <laughs> I air, think that's pretty cool. Hey, that's cool. What, what can you do? I mean, it's, it's working for you because, like, uh, how does it happen? You're sitting at home with your sewing machine one day and now you're dressing pop stars. Yes, so I... I'm currently studying costume design mm-hmm. in IADT, but originally I wanted to do set design. That was kind of my thing, production design, whatever. Yes. But in first year, we had to try a bit of everything. So I was like, you know what, let me give costume a little try. And I kind of fell in love with it. And I had so made... This is very new, this is very recent. Yes, I'm in third year now, so this was three years ago. Okay. And I had made a corset for Christmas for my friend Chloe, and it was of Natasha Leone. There's a photo of her on the front and Natasha Leone had posted on her story. So I was like, I was getting a lot of DMs saying, oh, my God, can I buy this? Can You know, is this for sale? Can I buy one? And I was like, oh, I can make money from this. Do you know what I mean? That was the first click of like, oh, wow, people might want to buy what I can do. Natasha Leone, for people who don't... Uh, she's an act- American actress in Orange is New Black. Black. Poker face, Poker more face. Huge star. Russian doll. Um... So they stumble upon, uh, we're talking about the bad effects of social media, but these people are stumbling upon your work from from afar. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And like uh, people from various countries, whatever. So that was kind of the first moment of, wow, people want what I can do. And it kind of just went from there. Again, on social media, everything I've kind of gotten has been through social media, you know. And it's all very new. Yes, exactly. Like everything I'm doing is for the first time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Self-taught. And social media, you mean in, it's Instagram? Instagram mostly, yeah. yes. Do you use Facebook? By no, no, I don't. No. <laughs> but you said that very quickly. Like, I think I have a Facebook. <laughs> I think I have a Facebook that automatically posts, <laughs> but I don't. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not part of that. I'm is not that, part of that. Is that for the older? Of the yeah, older yeah, that's for my mom to read. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Your mom, by the way, you know, she's a young woman still. And there's a real kind of air of Kate Bush about your mom. I'm looking at pictures of her here because mm-hmm. you post a lot of pictures it being Instagram and all that yes exactly um again embarrassingly I was making stuff and I didn't really have anybody to wear it in the way of I was like okay I just need to post on Instagram I need to you know get stuff out there so I was like yeah. mom throw on this corset or mom throw on this dress so she became my little muse um and most of the clothes like every time I make something I show her and I get her opinion most of the time she doesn't like it you know what I mean? Like, because it's a lot of oh, time really? it's out there, it's whatever, that she's like, I wouldn't wear it, but I'm sure somebody would. <laughs> do you fight over the look of clothes or do you mm. just dismiss? Oh, I dismiss it because oh, I'm, like, okay. I'm like, because I'm like, I know, I know what, we'll, I know what I want to do. And then if she doesn't approve, I'm like, you know what, whatever. It's not for you. <laughs> um, so there was a Kate Bush print. Isn't this kind of yes. is this your signature thing now where you do a print on a corset? Yes. So what I do is I get fabric printed, um, Usually on denim and I turn it into a corset. So that's kind of what people mostly want from me. A like, denim corset? Yeah. Or like the other sides would be thing, but the actual photos usually printed on denim because it's nice and durable and it doesn't like uh, wash off. Yeah. Yeah. 
you can watch it though. Absolutely, are yeah, yeah. having a bit of a moment. They absolutely are. Yes, I think TikTok and stuff has has kind of made fashion cycles a lot quicker, and people kind of consume more and consume more different styles. But corsets seem to be one thing that are constantly in demand. Um, surprisingly. TikTok has just fast-forwarded trends and then dumps them, doesn't it? it Yes, exactly. So you must be fearful of... Terrified. Yeah, because I'm like, you're hot right now and then suddenly... I'm like, what's next? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? You're sitting on the edge like, oh no. Constant. Yeah. Uh, It's unusual that courses are kind of doing the thing or are having a moment because you kind of associate them with sort of anti-feminism that they were constraining women. Exactly. And I think that's, that's the main thing. I think it's that kind of reclaiming of bodily autonomy do you know what I mean Mm. especially like people like The Last Dinner Party are really bringing that kind of renaissance look back into mainstream fashion yeah that's a great indie band yes Uh, I think the new album coming out actually this week tonight Tonight. I think it is yes at 12 Um, we'd love to play them but there's um, (laughs) they're raunchy yes yeah yeah yeah. they might not be the most family friendly (laughs) band in the world Irish Connection to 11 Oscar nominations for Poor Things lots of corsets Mm -hmm. in that film with Emma Stone exactly yeah and I think I think definitely it's having its its time in fashion at the moment but hopefully it's not just a phase hopefully it will last a lot longer and are you kind of uh, watching did you know this was all happening I mean how do you seem to be ahead of I just I've always been fascinated by corsets I don't know what it is oh right you're just there forever it was the it was the first thing I made the first thing I taught myself how to sew I found a pattern online I was like let's go for this that seems like a very hard thing to looking back on it it was was it made well no not at all but the courage of youth. Yeah, exactly, you just exactly. And um, you also do a lot of wool, wool, you're working with wool, a lot of yes. knitting. Yeah, a lot of hand knitting. So all my dresses are hand knit, which takes a while. Sometimes I'm like, is it worth it? Like I'll be knitting on the bus on the way to college. I'll be doing everything like that. But um, that's a, that's safe to do, is it? I'm always worried about people. Yeah. We're hearing about how, how dodgy Dublin is. Yeah, I think and so. And I just thought a fella knitting on a bus in Dublin. I mean, I used to be on the 75 on the way to Dunleary knitting. So, you know, if I can do it, anyone can. Speaking of needles, mm-hmm. uh, knitting needles you're fine with, other needles not so much. <laughs> Tell us about the story and how important, uh, well, how important that one needle was in your life. Exactly. So Back, We're in secondary school now, is it? Yes. Yeah, I was in first year. Which is ages ago for you. Absolutely ages ago Oh my god I can't remember it Uh, No I was in first year And I was quite unwell For a while But I was kind of like I'm fine You know what I mean I I had just started An all Irish school I went to an English Speaking primary school I had enough on my plate I was like I don't care I don't care But my mum was like You know I was losing a lot of weight I was always exhausted Kind of mood swings And stuff So she was like She had a feeling I had diabetes Got a little Blood testing kit In the chemist Checked it it was kind of like, yeah, okay, he has diabetes. But I was terrified of needles. If anybody mentioned the word blood, I'd pass out, gone. Is that right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to the hospital. I don't care. I don't care. She brought me up in the end. Um, like emergency room, whatever, whatever, whatever. I was in this thing called diabetic ketoacidosis, yeah. which is when your bloods are high for a prolonged time. And like, you know, your body essentially starts fighting itself. Um but get diagnosed with diabetes, had to inject like six times a day. Well, this is type 1 diabetes. Type 1 diabetes, yeah. yes. Um, and yeah, it's just something that I have. I was diagnosed with it at this stage. I don't know how many years ago that was. Eight years ago, I want to say. Um, but yeah, I've been kind of struggling with it since in a way. But um, really? 
it's always been something that I've been kind of like, I don't want to say ashamed by, but I've always been like, okay, how can I cover it? How can I whatever? But now I'm on an insulin pump and no matter what I wear, the wire keeps popping out, poking out because it right. goes into your pocket. Yeah. So one day I was kind of like, wait, how can I combine fashion and diabetes together and kind of glamorize it for myself? Because for a while I was kind of like trying to hide it or how can I cover it up with clothes? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of where the inspiration came from incorporating it into what I do. So the the pump, there's a wire attached to it. Is there? Yes. Can you explain so what the it's. Uh, so the pump is like this, like it looks like a pager, uh, and it's attached to like this clear wire, and then that a cannula goes into your stomach, um, that you change every two days. But um, yeah, it's kind of this this ice, not eyesore, but it pokes out. Like you notice it. It kind of looks like clear it, headphones. Yeah, self aware. Exactly, and it was kind of like when I was going into these rooms where it's the most fashionable people I know. I felt like an idiot with a wire sticking out of my body, looking like a cyborg. But then I was kind of like, how can I embrace this? Do you know what I mean? I like, I didn't want to be ashamed of it because it's keeping me alive. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. People, people used to die from type 1 diabetes a few decades ago. Exactly. And like, even like up until recently, like pumps weren't a thing. Like I, like pumps were a thing when I was diagnosed, but like I was injecting for like two years, six times a day. When you're in school? When I was in school. That must have made school really difficult. Oh, Aside Extremely. from learning Irish all of a sudden. Exactly. <laughs> it was insanely difficult. Like I was never in. I was always sick. My bloods were always mm. like insanely like non-regulated. And, you know, it's a struggle. And I think everyone who gets diagnosed with diabetes goes through that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of trying to find a way to embrace it and let people not be so ashamed of it. Even like people with the... Uh, freestyle Libra like with on their arms and stuff like you know yeah. you go out and you see a lot of people with that but right. I think people try and cover it up which I'm like it's so silly but I think we all go through that kind of denial stage of how can I assimilate and not look like I have this illness mm-hmm. have you got all your energy now how long does it take before you yeah like it's still a struggle daily to be honest you Is know it? what I mean like say like bloods are so you can't predict them. Like no matter what you do, any action, any activity changes it. That it is, it's hard to manage, but you just kind of have to roll with it. And help from your hospital and stuff really helps. Do you know what I mean? It's incredible to, to go through all of that because obviously as a kid, uh, you're wrecked, you're trying to go through school, but you, you got through it. You got to college and IDT in Dunleary mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and uh, you're flying now. Mm-hmm. So how do you incorporate um, the, the pump and all of that? What 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 are you doing fashion-wise? Is it a cover? Are you incorporating so, it? No, so right now I'm working on my probably biggest collection to date in a way and it's, it's called Melitis, which is uh, a play on the words of the, I think the Latin original word for type 1 diabetes. And... Uh, it's all inspired by the visual kind of culture of diabetes and like medical wear and our perception of it, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so so it's not about covering it? No, it's about, it's about yeah. embracing the, the visual identity of diabetes and the colour scheme of it and the kind of sterile hospital aesthetic and everything. Yeah. I see you've brought some things with you. Yes. Would you like to introduce them? Absolutely. And describe them as we are on the radio. Um, so I brought some stuff. One corset that was worn by CMAT in her Stay For Something music video. Uh-huh. I have two pieces that were worn by the Take last... Take them all out and okay. we'll, we'll have a little discussion. Uh, you were dressing CMAT, I believe, for... Um, for was it for supporting Hosier just before Christmas? Uh, that was last dinner that party, That was last yes. dinner party, yes. Yes. So How did you dress them? What did you put them in? Uh, I, I have some of the pieces here. Oh, so very good. I have... Hold on. 
Trying to rake it loads. There's lots of knitting, lots of knitwear anyway. Yes. So this is the corset from the Stay For Something music video by CMAT. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, then I have... I heard CMAT saying... Um, oh, so you you continue yes, on. Yes, sorry. I have t- three pieces worn by the last dinner party. They're very elaborate. Can you describe that one? So this is uh, 1940s Joan of Arc, oh, I think wow. World War Two. A propaganda poster that I got printed onto <laughs> denim uh, made into like a little um, stretchy velvet dress very good then this that's a very small you don't have to be nice and slight to get in there it's very str- again my, all Joan my, of Arc and a dress I've seen it all I've seen it all <laughs> then this is a corset mm-hmm. uh, I'd made and the last dinner party wore for opening for Hosier it's nice and noisy bring it over to us <laughs> what's on it describe that um, that is a I think it's a renaissance painting I'd gotten printed oh. onto like this stretchy fabric and then I backed it with uh, faux leather. What? Oh, so you're into your historical research? Yes. It, yeah, every silhouette I do and every reference is something historical. Like all the patterns that I use are oh, right. historical patterns that I up, update essentially or make into my own. Uh, there's some lovely messages coming in, Oren. Um, somebody's saying, uh, my gorgeous 18-year-old was diagnosed with diabetes at 16, is really struggling now with managing it, but adamant not to use the pump. I know you're not a medical person, mm-hmm. but maybe there's some other version of support you could give. Could Oren help? Um, so she's 16. Um, yeah, I think they're 16. the pump was terrifying to go on to because it's like, at least injecting it in your hand, you can do it. Do you know what I mean? The pump, like to give that responsibility to a machine is terrifying. But I think... Once you try it and you do your test run, with, I think they put saline in it. As in, like, it's like a test run of, like, how you'd feel with a pump. It got rid of all my nerves. So I'd say if anybody's wondering if they can go on the pump and their healthcare team is uh, supporting that decision, maybe try a test run. Yeah. And talk, just talk to people. But yeah. there's, there's loads of you out there. Exactly. Oh, this person says that fashion designer, Oren, is a type one warrior. Fair play for speaking so openly. Wishing you every success and good health for the future. This is from Katrina. And so someone saying, great to hear the discussion taking in diabetes, how it doesn't have, it doesn't have to limit your life. Mm-hmm. My wife was diagnosed 34 years ago. Today is right. doing great with her pump, having ran two marathons wow. and does so well in her career. Well done to Evine. That's from Jer in Lucan. And um, because that's what you're talking about, isn't it? That diabetes kind of took so much from you. Yeah, exactly. And it, 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 it was something that I was so, not ashamed of, but it was something I was so just like, why me? Which is, I know everyone asks that about every single thing that happens to yeah. them. But it was just like, why me? Because there was no history of it, whatever, in my family that was kind of just this alien thing. But I think really embracing it and like discovering that it isn't this horrible death sentence that it might have been a few like a few years ago people live well into old age exactly it's not it's not this crazy thing anymore and I think just embracing that and learning to live with it and it doesn't affect your ability to work your work ethic is as strong yeah I try I try and work as much as I can you're not running marathons no no I'm only knitting on the bus I'm not running a marathon but you know cheats their own I want to just play um, CMAT she was nominated for a Brit Award yes and uh, this is what she said. I think it was on a social media post. This is one of the most stressful things that's ever happened to me. I have no idea what I'm going to wear. I'll probably have my arse out, just full disclosure. <laughs> She's looking for something to wear. Are you going to be involved? I gonna... don't know. I'm not too sure about that. <laughs> okay, we have to keep that close. <laughs> close your chest. But uh, hopefully, because there's a lot of kind of historical things, you can make quite a statement. Exactly. At the Brit Awards exactly. with a thing there. Um, someone says, my daughter diagnosed in her early 20s. I didn't expect this. To, again, you're not a medical uh-huh. practitioner. Uh, diagnosed in her early 20s, uses a Dexcom. Yes. Can't wait to get the pump. Best of luck to Oren. That's from Margaret. That's so sweet. Uh, Dexcom. Mm. 
Yes, I was on that brilliant device. It just the it's a device. Yes, it's like a it's a CGM which uh, monitors your bloods for you. If that makes sense, you still have to pinprick and whatever, but yes, it sends okay. your blood to your phone. Let's you know what's going. What's yes, going on. which is so handy and again a game changer. Uh, pulling this collection together, the amount of work that's involved in you're not just sitting at a sewing machine. You're planning, preparing. Yes, and what happens at the end? So right now the collection selling it. is I've been working on this collection for over a year now. Oh, have you? So it's it's one of those labors of love. Um I still need to do promo shoots whatever. So I'm planning on selling this one online for the first time. When you're working on something for a year, is that what you factor in when you're putting a price on it? Yeah. To get grubby. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pricing's a hard one because a lot of my fabrics are thrifted, upcycled whatever. So right. I try not to I try not to waste. I try and be as sustainable as possible. Because mm-hmm. when I was getting into this, my first thought was like, I'm not going to ruin the environment for my dresses. Do you know what I mean? Like I think that's just crazy to think that you know whatever so I try and use as upcycled and remnants and whatever else so pricing is kind of unusual for me but they're unique aren't they each one you're not yes, mass producing yes m- no most of it's one of one uh, the knit dresses I will tend to use the same but each cut like the colour variants are one of one essentially yeah because the yarn is so unpredictable where can people uh, find O'Reilly's or O'Reilly's designs? Uh, currently available on Omdiva on Jury Street. Omdiva, that's a Jury Street in Dublin. It's a trendy part of Dublin. Absolutely. Is that where you and all the fashionistas are hanging out? Uh, fashionistas. Yeah, usually just on the bench outside Omdiva. <laughs> that's where you can <laughs> find Maybe me. That, let's not get to it. And uh, on Instagram, how do they follow? At, how do we find you? At Oren J. Aurelio. Uh, Aurelio is kind of a play on O'Reilly. No, so it? basically there's a dressmaker called Oren O'Reilly. And when I got ah. into fashion, I was like, well, I can't, you know, I have to have my For own. goodness, there's I, another. I know, I have to have my own name on the label. So Aurelio is my confirmation name. Oh, really? How Irish can you get you for a confirmation have. name? Your, your mum has now become really good. Aurelio is, is that? The, is it's that? an Italian name. Oh, is it? Okay. My mum's uncle's name. So that's why I took it. Your mum's un- your mom's uncle was Aurelio? Yes. God, I should have brought your mammy in with you. She's I know, I know. I keep talking about it. I'm sorry, She's going to call Aurelia. Who, who is this woman with her Kate, Kate Bush prints? I know. Listen, the very best of luck for Thank There's a lot so of love much. on the text for you. And sure, the best place to go to is see Matt herself. Exactly. And uh, we wish you well. Thank you so uh, much. Whatever comes next. Thanks for coming in to us. Thank you very Good much. Good morning. 51551 is the text. 0818 Oliver Callan on RTE Radio 1. 